Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Crunchwrap Supreme, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. With me, as always, is three-day-old soft taco, Sam Grezis. <laughs> hey there. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear, first of all, that you're still alive. Second of all, that you can speak. Uh, hopefully that you can, you can survive for the next hour. I, I, the question on all of our minds... How how did it go if it has not gone already? It has not gone. Okay. Yet. So here's update on taco situation. Okay. Uh I'm not eating seventy dollars worth of tacos at one time. I But I've you recently, are but you are just just I to, will be purchasing seventy dollars worth of tacos. And you will at be eating seventy dollars worth of tacos. What I can of that. So at, no. Well No. 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 Here's the deal. Here's I'm the not deal. Saying, Here's the deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm too old for that to be a feasible idea. It's true. Or an internet joke. It's true. Like I'm at the point where that will actually medically affect me. Yeah, you're not eating that much Taco Bell at once. I'm I'm not 18. I'm not in college anymore. Yeah. So I'm not eating seventy dollars worth of Taco Bell in one sitting. That's mm-hmm. it's unreasonable. I'll let YouTube idiots sacrifice their medical history for that. I will. I'm going out of my way to buy $70 worth of Taco Bell at one time. Mm-hmm. I was going to do it with some some people at my office. We were all going to have it a good time, and I was going to eat as much of it as possible, Okay, at least to the point where I was, I, I felt like I'd be sick. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. But here's the deal. Like, honestly, if that's not what you signed up for, shoot me an email or something, and if GoFundMe allows refunds, I'll send you your money back. Here's well here's here was my thought. Here was my thought because I think this is a good way to get around it. What I was thinking is no one's I don't think anyone's asking you to eat $70 worth of Taco Bell in one sitting. I think they're just asking you to eat $70 worth of Taco Bell. So, you know, that you can break it up. That's like they have breakfast. If you go there early in the day, you can order 3 meals. I'm not eating breakfast at Taco Bell. We established that, why that true. is a that's ridiculously <laughs> stupid concept yeah. last week. I'm just saying, I'm just saying you can break it up into like say uh, 10 $7 meals, you know? And uh and then just do it that way. And then it'll be even more fun because you have to eat 10-day-old Taco Bell. Oh. Gross. <laughs> No. <laughs> fair, fair. Well, keep keep Look, us posted. Keep us posted. Uh, we wish we wish you all the best. Stay alive, please, because God, I don't want to. I, I don't want to. The do point is, I'm not going you. to eat seventy dollars worth of Taco Bell at one time. And right. if that's what you gave me money to do, please send me a message because it's not what I'm going to do. You and also should have refund better. you if you could. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> don't don't frivolously give to something that's never going to happen. <laughs> we should start a GoFundMe. Just Be for smart this show. with your money. Like, this is financing. Like, liter- literally, fucking give us money and do fucking whatever. We will not. You will not get any reward from this. Kicks kickstart our podcast. We should have a po- uh, Kickstarter for this podcast. The the. You mean the, the podcast that is already going? Yeah, when the podcast is already going, literally for nothing, we will we will say that we are not going to spend any money from the Kickstarter on either like advertising the podcast, getting better equipment for the podcast, getting like more recognizable guests for the podcast. No, we'll literally spend it on like 
booze, video games, DVDs, movie tickets, food, rent, that kind of thing. Did you... Dumb that, shit. That remi- speaking of tacos, hilariously, yeah. Taco from the League, if you didn't know, was mm-hmm. a YouTube... Is a YouTube yeah, yeah. star John person, Le- John, and he actually had a uh, Kickstarter that was basically the entire point of it was just make him more rich. Did he? Wow, yes. that's pretty great. That's one of I my favorite that. videos of his. He just did like a professionally made video where he's just talking about like you should give me money so that I have more money. Good, good, good. So if you are a listener of Intentional Sounding and you feel like my pockets are a little too thin. Fill them mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. you want to. Yeah, there you go. But but don't do it like don't do it on Dave's Patreon, which he has, because that actually like is a good way of like supporting art. And like he, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that you have like some sort of I don't know ethical obligation to use your Patreon money uh, for for responsible things. Uh, we don't want that responsibility money. Or at least we I want don't. you to give us lunch money just cause. Yeah, there you go. Lunch and beer money. And maybe drugs. Maybe drugs. Maybe you don't drugs. have to talk about the drugs on the level. You can you can just like you know send me like a digital wink. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. In in the, in I got the Venmo you. thing, just be be like a winky face. Or or, or maybe you can add a stipulation that if you give me cocaine, I have to sort it before the next podcast. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the world is ready for uh for intentional sounding nights edition where we go full 80s we'll finish and... talking after like eight minutes because we'll be talking so fast yeah it's true that's true they'll have to we'll have to go into audacity and and put a filter on it that slows it down like 10 times and hey, then it might make sense Sam, yeah <laughs> how are you doing this week oh, i can sound like we're on shrooms so you got you got the best of both worlds i guess all right so taco update done Mm-hmm. Tacos, mm-hmm. tacos will get further updates yeah. later on. Please, let's let's talk about the the big thing. The, the big, of thing. course, in typical intentional sounding fashion, we record the, the podcast, go to bed, wake up with the biggest goddamn news of the week. The day fucking right, after we recorded, uh, right after, before the podcast goes up after yeah, recording. In that, in literally that terrible worst. window. Goddamn. I hope you're drinking every time that happens because it happens all the a time. A lot. Every single week. We're good for one every week. And it's not like you you edit this show most of the time and you edit it fast. Our turnaround is not that long for recording and posting. It's uncanny how often this happens. Yeah, uh, honestly, from podcast to finish posting, it probably takes about four hours. Yeah, that's not bad. What One hour maybe slightly over an hour of recording hoopla mm-hmm. and then most better part of three hours to edit. Uh, sometimes that's less. Sometimes it's more usually depends on the guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spilly's audio, for example, usually ne- requires a little bit of work. <laughs> oh, Spillian. Anyway, yes, we're, we're, we're beating around the, the big bush news on this news. This week, the big news, Tony Romo is going to retire, but wait, there's more. He is retiring Phil Sims. Yes, please, God. Well, here, here's the thing. Phil Sims is going to have a broadcast job. He's not going to lose he his will. broadcasting job. He'll be on. I, I would if if we if I were a betting man, I would say he'd end up on like 
probably like Fox Sports, maybe the NFL Network, but I'm I'm leaning Fox Sports. I mean, are they is CBS just gonna dump him or maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. send him to a? I was wondering if he'd maybe get bumped down to like a B team on CBS, but honestly, mm-hmm. he probably doesn't want to be with CBS after. This, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, God, I. Mm. And I the, hope he becomes like a local commentator for Chicago and Chicago only. God, da- Dave, <laughs> please. I'm like I am. I've been skating on this fucking thinnest of thin ice of happiness that is protecting me from the ice cold pit of like lake of despair that will be Tony Romo actually commentating. I'm really enjoying this. You really think he's going to be that bad? No, no. But, but here's the thing. What he, he's going to end up being another slightly better Troy Aikman. And that's not, you're probably right. And that's not enough to make Jim Nance and Tony Romo watchable. It'll end up being my least favorite commentary duo in football Again, just like Nance and Sims were before. So right now, I get to live in this wonderful dream world where I can uh, believe that Romo will actually be pretty damn good at commentary and actually entertaining and Jim Nance will actually stop sucking so bad. Even though I know that that's not true because no one can prove me wrong. I'm so intrigued by the idea of Tony Romo in the booth because we don't really know anything about Romo. I can't remember any time where he's gone into a booth or mm-hmm. done like like guest spots on like halftime shows. Like I I'm sure he, he hasn't he done must like have SNL hosting point, or anything like that I, either. I've never thought of him as a media personality. Yeah. yeah. More of just like a goofy goofy dude. It's... So I I I think w- how good he'll be is completely up in the air. It's so odd to me, especially especially after having this after Peyton Manning retired, right? Yeah. And how everyone was so sure that he was going to go right from the field to the booth. And that didn't happen. Even I was pretty sure about that, but at the same time, as soon as he didn't, I realized I sat back and like, "Well, why did I think that?" Is it's because he he's in commercials, but Peyton Peyton never really went into the booth and did that sort of like halftime, like guest spot, a halftime show with the dudes either. Well, but neither so, did Romo. Romo hasn't. It's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's odd because it, this, this isn't the way anyone, this came out of nowhere, I think, for most people. I don't think, if you asked us a week ago before this news broke, like what Tony Romo would be doing after he retired. I actually think I'm on record on this podcast saying that he would have some sort of assistant role in the Cowboys organization, some sort of like an analyst or um, contractor, um, like advisory role, that kind of thing with the Cowboys, like assistant QB coach, something like that. Not in a million years would I have guessed that like on the same day of his retirement, he would declare that he is retiring specifically to go into the booth specifically with Jim Nance specifically re- replacing Phil Sims. This is one hell of a gamble by CBS. I like seriously think about this. Like not only is Romo completely like from what I could tell inexperienced here. Yeah. Like maybe if any of our listeners are in like the Dallas area or something maybe 
Tony Romo has done stuff down in the Dallas area. If he has, please let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us I'm know. Not, I'm not aware of anything that right. he's done. And I wouldn't be but necessarily surprised. This is this is CBS's A team. Yep. Like yep. this isn't this isn't like replacing oh God, who's who's like one of Fox's bad people? Uh the GM for the 49ers, John Lynch. This isn't oh, like yeah, this isn't, yeah, this Tony isn't Romo John is replacing John Lynch, yeah. like a C team or a D team level yeah. dude. This is Tony Romo suddenly being the guy. Yeah, like prime time the games. main, the top color commentator in the entire network. Presumably, presumably will be calling the Super Bowl at some point. Yeah, that's like that's a big gamble. Yeah, CBS has taken a fairly big gamble here, and maybe it's because they've realized that their broadcasts suck. <laughs> There you go. It's that they, in terms of broadcasting and window dressing and all that, yeah, they're they're like CBS the worst. has the worst presentation. It's the worst. Fox, like I hate Buck and Aikman, but overall, I think Fox's presentation is pretty good. I and like NFL I, Network I, the best. I honestly. hate the hell out of Chris Collinsworth, but that's kind of an irrational hate. Mm-hmm. And on the whole, NBC's presentation package is top yeah. notch. Yeah, and True. NFL Network is good. Yeah. CBS has been CBS slowly dog shit. going downhill. Like the best example was that thing we talked about many podcasts ago with Mike Carey and how they brought Mike Carey on and clearly had absolutely no idea how to use him. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just like it's like this is what we're doing and this is what we've been doing for a while. It's just keep it going. CBS is putting all their hopes uh, well, on Tony Romo, and that's an interesting setup. Oh yeah, failure. yeah. That hasn't gone horribly for anyone in the past before, has it? <laughs> Um, so, so my, my thinking on this is, is twofold. One, he had to have an audition. He had to have a secret audition with CBS where they were like, I I don't know, like they, they had him call a Madden game as it was going or something like that. There, there had to be something. I want to see this tape. Yeah. There's, there's Tony Romo's audition tape. There's gotta be, there's gotta be a lost tape here, uh, that we need to see. But, but at the same time. We live in a in a in a different and odd world now. I don't think this is as big of a gamble as you do, specifically because I think the gamble already paid off. How many people do you think are going to be tuning in to see Tony Romo's debut on uh, on CBS in the booth? Honestly, not that much more than would be watching normally because it's football. Really, and it would be his debut. How many Cowboys fans do you think are, that wouldn't have that would otherwise be watching another game? I think that I, I don't know, man. It depends on that, if it's on at the same time as a Cowboys that's, game. That's also that's also true. I don't know, like if if they stick him at the beginning, maybe if it's like a preseason game, mm. ever there'll yeah. be more people tuning in to watch the preseason game because they'll be interested. But sure, in terms of regular. NFL, like his debut is going to be the first week of NFL football, and that's when we're yeah, all like, we're "Oh all my god, it give it back, back to me!" Ah, yeah. stuff football in my face. Ugh. It, it, so it, I, I don't think the numbers will be that much higher than normal. That's unless it's a specific like preseason circumstance. That's that's a fair point. But the other thing is that everyone's everyone's been buzzing about this for a while. We're talking about this a week after the fact, and it's still news. There's still stuff that people are thinking about. Well, it's and still it's, news because there's nothing else happening. Well, right, but it's also intrinsically linked to CBS. And CBS, the NFL on CBS, has people like us talking about them and pretty much giving them free advertising. We're doing I mean, That's what we're doing right now. 
giving them free advertising, oh, yeah. giving they're their product the, free advertising. They're getting the intentional sounding bump right they, here. I, I, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're getting that that fucking social media bu- bump. The I don't think the buzz factor can be ignored outright. I, it's still a gamble. It's still a gamble. But I think there are a lot of things that have already paid off in in odd ways about this. So what do you think is Tony Romo's legacy? God. Well, my, the legacy that he will unfairly, in my opinion, be saddled with is the quarterback that could never get it done in, the, in the postseason. And and the, it's it's an unfair legacy. That's not that's not to say it's untrue. He was a great quarterback and I don't think he was ever appreciated as such simply because of the issues he had in the postseason and the issues the team had in the postseason that were not all his fault right I I, at all I think I think that the way I will remember Tony Romo uh, and again, this is from a guy that hates the Cowboys. These are two guys that hate the Cowboys, right? And we're, I don't, I don't know where you're going to go with this, but I assume you're at least slightly sympathetic. I was about to say, when you said you hate the Cowboys, I'm sitting here like you have no yeah, idea oh, of what course. real hate Of is. course, of course. I'm not, it's not even a, like a divisional hate thing for me. It's just a general Cowboys hate. But I, I think, I think... I will always remember Tony Romo as someone who was underappreciated by fans, by the media, uh, and honestly by his team. I I think he always deserved a little bit better uh, in the public sphere in terms of like the way we rank him as opposed to other quarterbacks. He was never really – he was always kind of – you would call Tony Romo elite, but then you'd get called out on it – and eliteness is a like a stupid uh like concept in my opinion but if you're going to use it i think tony romo was certainly an elite quarterback i that i guess that's that's kind of how i'll remember him it's it's kind of a fraught thing right is is his career and and his legacy so i i i guess that's kind of that's kind of how i'm feeling about it Okay. My my take is more or less the same. Anyone who's followed my work pretty much since the beginning knows that I've always been a begrudging Tony Romo fan mm-hmm. where I was always secretly hoping that the Cowboys would run him out of town and he would go be successful on Somewhere a team else. that I actually didn't despise with every fiber of my being. Yeah. And I I always defended Romo. I always thought Romo was a good quarterback that got unfairly crapped on he was always my litmus test for discussing football bad football opinions if if somebody thought tony romo was a bad qb i immediately thought lesser of them yeah 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 simply because it's it wasn't true yeah it wasn't true tony romo is a good qb he was a good qb Mm -hmm. and even if you look at his flaws and elevate his flaws a little higher he was still a really good qb the the issue you run into though is he was good for he was good for like one five or six interception game a season right Mm -hmm. and the lows are just so low the problem it was one of those situations where he had a moment early in his career that was a definite fuck up 
Uh-huh. And it was it was that stupid botched snap. He yeah. botched the snap yep. and you you will have some people go out of their way to defend the snap now that he responded like as soon as he screwed up, he did everything possible re- correctly after it, but it doesn't matter. He still no. made a a terrible fuck up in that game and that forever signified him for years as a choker. Yeah. So, yeah. it didn't matter that he would have good games and he would have bad games. His bad games would get noticed in the same way that I see Eli's bad games tend to get noticed. But Eli mm-hmm. gets more benefit of the doubt now because he's won the Super Bowl two times. Whereas Robo never got far. So all of his successes were kind of like whatever. And all of his every time he did have a bad game or a bad interception, it went back to that original choker narrative and everybody started talking about it and it it just hurt him for so long and by the time he finally started to outgrow it was the time he started getting hurt all the time and he just he never really escaped it yeah that's true i i I just like i'm i'm looking right now like just I, I I searched like Tony Romo and it's like Tony Romo choker. Ch- Tony Romo is now and will forever be a choker. It's just like I just don't think that's I don't think that's fair, you know. And sure, and he's, I he's lost I, I think games. it is kind of depressing that his career essentially ended on a season where he was primed to do well, went down, and was immediately replaced with yep. a star. Yep. Yep. Like that that's depressing. It, it it is it is and it isn't for me only only because he I, if he wanted to he could have a starting job in the NFL still. He could. Right? Yeah. And it was obviously not what he wanted to do. It's it's I mean, not his time think anymore. It, it's the same situation as like Bill Cowher or John Gruden. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I could do this high high stressful lifestyle that hurts me physically and everything or I could get just get this really sweet paycheck. Yep. For yep. just being on TV, you get to stay in the public eye. Yeah, uh-huh. I th- I think I'm going to take that job. Right, right. And and I've already done most of the hard part about the job, doing my the job that I've been doing for however many years, however many decades, really. Jeez. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, I it's 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 kind of it's kind of funny. I'll I'll be interested to see him in the booth. I'll I'll also be interested to see when he's in the booth how oh geez well because if he is if he is going to be a slightly better troy aikman what is he going to do when he's like (laughs) oh man when when i back when i was a quarterback like those stories how does he uh, back when I was playing in the wee years of 2008? Yeah, in the yeah, yeah, back when I was a a a, a but a babe in the woods. Like <laughs> Is he going to be able to laugh off his postseason failures? Is he going to be able to like talk about like what when was it? That three interception This is why game, it's so surprising like, that he uh got the 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 head gig immediately mm-hmm. because normally you toil away on the C team and the B team for a while and everyone kind of like your career has space yeah. between the time you become the dude and like Phil Sims didn't immediately go from giant starting quarterback to, to... a team. Yeah. Maybe he did. I don't know. I was a little too young, but 
I don't think he did. Well, if even if he did, that, like when he got his start, it's a different beast. The it was a different the time. NFL media conglomerate thing is is not what it was a while ago. Right, so not I, I, I the all. I would assume the career path is is slightly different as well. Um, I, I just hope, even though I know it's going to be the case, I hope we don't. It's not another Brett Favre, even though I know it will be. You want to see his dick? <laughs> <laughs> not what I was talking about. <laughs> Admit it, Sam. It was. Even a little bit. I was talking about... Even a little bit? No. no definitely know you're talking about a cowboy <laughs> player's dick. <laughs> oh, a little bit. It's because he has a small dingus. Um, no, I was talking more about like the the carousel every year, regardless of what the player says or does not say. It's like, oh man, is Romo going to lace him up one more time? Get back out on the field? Leave it all out there? Just gonna old gunslinger, you're gonna lace him up one more time. I'm looking forward to the first time he has to criticize the Cowboys. Oh, I'm really interested to see how it does that because Ooh, I I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have a compa- I'm gonna have a confession here, and this might get me hated by some Giants fans, but there was a big major controversy when Tiki Barber opened his mouth after he retired and criticized the Giants. And everybody was just like, oh, he's being a career dude and everything. I was I was pretty okay with it. It was his job to be critical. It right. was his job to be that guy. Like, they asked him his opinion. He wanted to give, like, a genuine opinion. Every, all the Giants fans got immediately defensive, understandably, because it was a so start. Weird. But I, I really wasn't all that bothered by it because that's that's the job he went into. Right. Like, I expected that out of him. Did all these other people not expect it? I guess Strahan's done a much better job of it. Mm. Like, Strahan mm. immediately retired, and everyone pretty much knows he pulls for the Giants, but he does still criticize them during, yeah. like, halftime shows. You say, like, they need to get this pick up. So Strahan probably handled it a lot better than Tiki did. Tiki was a little too blunt. Yeah, that's true. But I, I didn't have any problem with Tiki criticizing the Giants and criticizing Eli. And it became a hilarious thing, especially when we won at the end of that season mm-hmm. with Eli at the helm. But I, I, I was never all that bothered by Tiki's little comment. It's it's like you were saying. It's his job. I mean, you, you, watch, uh, you watch Gruden call Redskins games. He literally goes in on his brother. Yeah, uh, and it's just it, that that is your well. Job. This co- this team is just coached terribly. Also, that guy just looks like he can take a noogie really well. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Like as as a fan of a team, it's not. I I mean I guess yeah. You follow you fucking follow your from team. announcers. You have to sort of expect them to try and be that sort of impartial and criticize uh, where they have to because they feel they have to because no one's going to take them seriously if they don't. But aren't, aren't, if you're a fan of a team, aren't you their, supposed to be their harshest critic? As Um, well? I think in terms of the pessimistic fan like us, we we would absolutely be the harshest critics. But there's a lot of people who are like, oh, you work for the team? Oh, it's always 
super positive, always, like, always support the team, you know, the blind follower. Well, I'm not even talking idiot. about blind following I'm or, or always being, like, optimistic versus pessimistic. But aren't you always – I've met very few football fans – well, these people, that then there's a lot of them, they see sort of any criticism towards their team from their own fan base or from people that should support them as like this... a betrayal? As a betrayal, yes. I've been called a evil betrayer by Giants fans when I make fun of Eli or when I make fun of the Giants. Like, I've, I've had a lot of Giants fans call me, like, an Eagles fan or a Cowboys <laughs> oh my, fan. Oh, my God. Or, like, like, a secret hater simply because I'm critical of the team when they completely deserve it. You're going to have to tell Ray that someone on the Internet has called you an Eagles fan. I don't think he'll ever stop laughing at that. That's, that's pretty <laughs> hilarious. I, but, like, if you're criticizing, I don't know, man. If you're a fan of a team and you criticize it, it's usually for the purpose of, one, making a funny joke, like a funny, uh, depressing joke kind of thing, or in the interest of making the team better, right? If if yeah. if, if If your offensive line sucks and you say your offensive line sucks, it's not just to say your offensive line sucks. It's just to say that, hey, the team would be better if we had a better offensive line and then maybe this team that I love wouldn't suck so bad. Yes, the criticism comes from a place of love. Right, or or literally a place of, like, inspiring action to, uh, or, like, maybe not inspiring action, but wishing for action to make it better this is this is why i'm so excited to see tony romo Mm -hmm. say anything critical about the cowboys because there's going to be legions of those particular type of fan cowboys fans who are going to start ripping into him for it and be like i never liked you romo you never succeeded you're a bunch of crap you can't say this about your former team they're your friends and i'm just gonna be sitting there like "Mm, this popcorn i I was gonna say what what do you think the venn diagram of uh of those people versus the people who wanted romo back after uh uh, he was healthy and Dak was doing pretty good, looks like. Because I think it's a fucking circle! <laughs> Jesus! I, I think the people who called for Tony Romo the second that Dak had a bad game, the second bad game against the Giants. You mean all Cowboys fans? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just, that's That that was a circle yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. I God. <laughs> it's a weird bandwagon, isn't it? It's a very strange they, bandwagon. They go very quickly from one uh, drama thing to another one, as if Part of the just previous like one how didn't popular happen. That team is. It's it's a very Cowboys fandom is kind of its own beast compared to most other fandoms, simply because of how popular that team is. That's fair. That's I never and I never really thought about that uh, it that way. They are by either. far the 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 most insanely interestingly big fan base oh, like, yeah. i put them even above Everywhere. the patriots fans oh for, no for sure they're i mean you call them america's team even though they're not america's team but they kind of are at the same time yeah. you it's, it's weird you can find literally i would if you were wanted me to bet right now like if if you're going to take a cross-country trip if you're going to drive across the united states of america which jersey you would see m- like per capita jerseys, right? State yeah. per capita jerseys. I I I am pretty sure Cowboys would win. I would I would put 
Cowboys right now, Cowboys first, probably Patriots second, and then Steelers third. Oh, that's a couple a years st- ago. Yeah. I probably would have put Patriots and Steelers above the Cowboys. The, the thing, but now that the Cowboys are good again, yeah. The thing Cowboys. is, we don't like the Steelers here in the Midwest. There aren't many Steelers fans here. I haven't seen. I mean, there are Steelers bars for sure in Chicago, but I I haven't met many Steelers fans. Most of most of the the people I know who root for East Coast teams, it's either you know the the Giants. The Patriots. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I know any Redskins fans out here. Uh, there are a couple Ravens fans, some Eagles fans. Um, and but like oddly, oddly enough, the I haven't met many Steelers fans out here. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much it, everywhere I've ever gone has been at least some dick weed in the sports bar <laughs> with a Roethlisberger or Heinz. Oh sure, like, yeah. It's... It was. It was. Like straight up, that's fair. Oh, there's always a Steelers fan, and there's always a Patriots fan, and that makes sense mm-hmm. to me because the Patriots have been good for a while, so they have no shame. Right. That they, they don't feel bad wearing not wearing their team. Like you get a Redskins fan, like even if they're a diehard Redskins fan, they're not gonna automatically wear that stuff in public when they're yep. not like in DC because yep. the Redskins are bad and they don't want to deal with it. But yep. the Patriots fans are like, "Yeah, hey, we're good. What are you going to trash talk? Oh shit, you're a Giants fan." Never mind. Well, a Redskins a Redskins jersey also invites conversations in a, yes, in, in, a in a way that <laughs> that people might not want to uh to be involved with. It's uh, funny un- how understandable. That works, yeah, it? it's it's fun. It's funny how wearing a racist caricature on your body can invite yes. conversation. <laughs> so let's move on just a little bit. Yeah, this, yeah, just a we, little we've bit. Gone on for, uh, uh, a couple other nuggets of news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lidge to the Raiders looks more and more like it's going to happen. Please, God, please. Although I hope that happens. Although, can you? Geez, I hope it happens, but. God, can you imagine, like, Raiders fans in Oakland and how big of a, like, dick slap in the face that would be? Jesus. I mean, they're going to be playing in Oakland for the next I what, Well, I, I know, seasons. I know, but, th- but, but the black hole is going to be less black hole-y. There are a lot of, like, a lot of fans are like, we're, we're, we're just not going to support the team you gonna call it a gray now. hole? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a neon. Go it's gonna be a neon like hole. A They're gonna hole. call it like the neon hole or or something terrible like that. Ugh. They're gonna call it like the slot. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Nice. I appreciate. Or the that. penthouse. It's gonna be like the penthouse. Uh, but that's so not them. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It's just I. I just like this is the first time I've I've thought about it. I knew I knew that. I've been keeping. Oh my god! What if they go to Vegas and all the people who wear like the Darth Vader stuff and the spikes and everything, all of a sudden they all just start dressing really dapper black suits? That'd be. And they all suddenly look like I don't know, like casino security. So like, so like, Like, not not the black the not the black hole, but the black tie hole. Yeah, that would be cool. They go from like Mad Max getups to like G Man getups. Oh god, I I I really like that. I really like that. I'd be really, not, really cool. That'd actually, that'd actually be really funny, Twisted Fate. Like, the dapper gentleman uh, fans it would, of the Raiders. It would only work if they're still really violent and get into lots of fights. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. so okay, okay. If, if we got Raiders fans listening to the podcast who are going to stick with the team uh, after their move to Las Vegas, uh, just flo- float the idea uh, past, past the uh, supporters club. People involved with the black hole. See what they think. 
All right. And uh, one other bit of news. Apparently, Richard Sherman isn't happy in Seattle. There are some rumors he wants to be traded. Like, they're, like they're shopping him around. I've heard rumors that he's the one who <laughs> initiated yeah, it. Yeah, he told me that. Now, there's some weird drama going on up in Seattle that we don't have a very clear picture of yet. I really want to get into Richard Sherman's head. Uh, like, uh, it seems like that would be loud. I, probably. <laughs> geez, there's got to be so many yelling voices in there that I just have no idea. Right? Like, I. I it is Richard literally Sherman's part such of an interesting to... guy that he can. He has like some of the best points, and he's one of the best like talkers about stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, I'm really articulating this well. well no, but, but... He, he's one of the best talkers about stuff and issues that the NFL has right now uh-huh. in terms of personality. He's very articulate. He he makes his points well, unlike how I'm doing right now. And he's also kind of a dick. Yeah. So it's strange. But because it... for every moment he comes up and he, he gives an extremely good point about like, how he talked about like the NCAA, how he treated like they treated him like when he was in college, or like how Roger Goodell is a butthead mm-hmm. and how his policies don't make any sense. He'll also have those moments where he threatens a reporter with his career. And yeah, so it's all weird. Well, and then after that, he'll also have those moments where he he actually offers a, a very funny apology. <laughs> Did you see the apology afterwards? It was pretty funny. He was like, uh, I just checked in with um, with Pete. He says I, 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 I don't have any say over uh, what media can and can't come to, to press events. So, you know, lesson learned. Um, I, yeah. I kind of appreciated that. It was kind of funny. I, I, I just it's it's weird to be talking about this because not only do I not real not know enough about it and not only do I not think anyone really knows enough about it to have a fully formed opinion on it. I don't even know what opinion I would have if I did, right? Like, <laughs> is is this good? Is this bad? Is this just Richard Sherman being Richard Sherman? Is I, I don't know. I, I Jesus, I, I have no idea what is going on over there, slash with the Seattle Seahawks. Because if Richard Sherman goes, I I mean they lost Cam, right? And that hurt. Yeah, the Legion of Boom would. I. I mean, it wouldn't be the Legion of Boom anymore. Just no. straight up, they'd they'd keep calling it that and be Legion of Earl Thomas. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they would they would say that. Oh, next man up. It's still the Legion of Boom. The Legion of Boom doesn't doesn't leave with Richard Sherman. Blah. But the, I guess my only opinion on this is Richard Sherman leaving the Seattle Seahawks would intrinsically change. The identity of the Seattle Seahawks, f- fucking filed under lukewarmest take of <laughs> of this podcast in the history of this podcast. Uh, you know, if if he's if he's not happy there, I I hope he gets happy there. If there's something else, if there's something else going on, like front office wise, that's that's causing this, I hope that gets taken care of because the NFL is better for having Richard Sherman in it and I think the NFL is better for having Richard Sherman on the Seahawks yes he fits that team very well I don't see his little his personality quite fitting on any other team Jesus can you imagine him anywhere else but the Pacific Northwest no no I don't think he'd be able to get away with (laughs) a lot of the stuff he says without being in the Pacific Northwest it's a shame Can you imagine him in like Texas (laughs) no no I was even just thinking about him in Chicago I mean, I'd love it, but 
but <laughs> no one no one else here would everyone oh my god such a diva me first glory boy can you, can you fucking believe what he said about the, the play calling no he's got to he's got to know his place and get back in line and you know other I'm gonna go back to racist. masturbating to a picture of Mike Ditka oh fuck yeah yeah so <laughs> uh, you know if he leaves that's not something I'm excited to, Sam to do yeah how how if you're since you're a Chicago resident mm-hmm. how many times a week are you legally obligated to masturbate to a picture of Mike Ditka uh god it's it's in like the city code you got to do at least one, or they dock your taxes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They make at least you f- once a they, week. Yeah, just one, but they like make you fill out a spreadsheet. <laughs> got to keep track. There's, of... yeah. They they say. Send... Here, here's a question. Um, if you if you go twice, does that mean you have the next week off? No. Could you just no? You bang can't... out like a week of a week of of Ditka jerking, you, you, and save yourself a month. It's it's kind of like vacation days. Like you can't. You can't like, you can't no stockpile. There's no rollover. There's no rollover plan. It's it's because because the idea is that it's not. It's 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 a prayer kind of thing. It's a med- meditative kind of thing. So if you do it all at once, you know it just doesn't. I mean the one the one exception the one exception to that is every Super Bowl we always have to light like five candles put on the Super Bowl shuffle and then masturbate to a picture of the entire 85 bears for six hours. Well, they call it the Super Bowl five knuckle shuffle. Yeah, there you go. It's a Super Bowl five knuckle shuffle. Good. <laughs> I can't, All right. I can't believe that there is an actual wrestling move called the five knuckle shuffle. I will never get over that. And that John Cena does it. John Cena's signature move is is mass is. You had to bring this to wrestling, didn't you? I listen, man. You say five knuckle shuffle. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring uh, more more wrestle boys content. And I know it's your favorite Stop segment of this podcast. Boy, no, literally, terrible. literally one. I think I, I know what you're f- talking about too. Literally, so yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I have yeah. him on my list. Let's as well. let's just so get let's there. Let's do that. Let's just get there. Let's do it. So we're going to do our dumb ranking now, and um, we're going to call this segment On Your Marks. Uh Uh-huh. You know why? It's because we're ranking marks. You get it? You get it? We're ranking marks. Ranking people named Mark. And by law that um, this is M-A-R-K, none of that C bullshit. Uh, Fuck, really? Yeah. Because I was, man, I had- You're not a Mark if you end in C. That's that's some hipster crap. I had Mark Antony at, at number one. At number one? Yeah, dude, Mark Antony. That's meh. No, no, no not Mark and like from from history, the history guy. <laughs> okay, not not okay. not the <laughs> not the singer. Sure, Sam. Yes, I'm sure. Antony, not Anthony. Okay, so uh, the the top the top Mark. It's Mark Twain. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's Mark Twain. Yeah. I I feel like we're both in agreement. I, yeah. I yeah. Do you have to put an asterisk there because it's not his real name? Because technically, his real name. I guess maybe, which might also apply to that other character that we're talking yeah, about later. Yeah. Yeah. I. But I, well, in I terms of say, like historical marks, I I'm okay with it. Also, everyone knows him as Mark Twain. 
So yeah, nobody knows him as Samuel Clemens, right? I so I think I think that that's that's fair. I just I just figured I'd bring it up because um, if if we're gonna be really kind of hard lined about this, but no, I'm I'm okay with not putting an asterisk there. Okay, who do you have number two? I've got I've got I've got Mark Hamill number two. Same. I've got Mark Hamill number two because Mark Luke, Hamill is awesome. Luke, first of all. He he wasn't a great actor back then. If you watch the movies, that like he's he's not a great he, actor. He he got better with every movie, but not a lot of people know this about Mark Hamill. Incredibly accomplished voice actor. Yeah, like, what Mark Hamill is one of those things where like if you only know him from Star Wars, you don't know that that dude's had actually a really great career as a voice actor. Right, and he's probably responsible for a lot more of your childhood than than you think. He he did the voice of the Joker on Batman the he animated series. He is the Joker. He is the Joker. Like as he... as as far as anyone's concerned, like when it comes to voicing the Joker, mm-hmm. Mark Hamill is the de facto Joker. He is the voice that you think of when you think of the Joker. Period. I think In many ways, he's the Joker that most people love the most. Yeah. Like, over Heath Ledger's performance, over Jack Nicholson's performance, to many people, Mark Hamill is the Joker. I, I, I would agree. He definitely is for me. That is the definitive Joker is Mark Hamill's Joker in my book. Who do you have number three? Well, I had Chagall next, but... but uh, <laughs> No C's. No C's. No C's. I got, I got Ingram Jr., the junior Mark one. Mark Ingram. Yeah. Mark Ingram Jr.? Just because I like him so much. I like him so much. He's so fun to watch play. Hmm, that's interesting. I had Mark Knopfler. Oh, of Dire Straits. All right, sure, sure. Money for nothing. Yeah, checks. Yeah, free. that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I appreciate. I appreciate a that. quality, quality guitarist, underrated guitarist, mm-hmm. if you think so. Uh, the uh, Dire Straits is an amazing kind of like soft rock kind of band, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They're they're great. I I I really like Mark Knopfler. I think he's a really talented dude. It's good. It's good. Number number four. Sam. I had I had Mark Ruffalo. I also had Mark Ruffalo. We are three for four. Nice. Here. That's not that's not bad actually. That's, that's not <laughs> yeah. bad at all. Yeah. Um. We're probably going to diverge on the next one, but I like Mark Ruffalo's Mark Mark Ruffalo's great. He's a really good the Hulk. So you know, I appreciate he is a quality that. quality actor man. Yes. Good good actor man. He's that video um where uh Joss Whedon was like, I'm going to direct a movie where where Mark Ruffalo has a nude scene if you vote for Hillary. I was like, that's really funny. I like that. It was a good little thing he was in. Didn't he technically do that already? I don't know. What Wasn't he naked in the Avengers after he crashed? And, like, Harry Dean Stanton's like, what are you doing? And he, and he oh, like, crashed yeah. off the helicarrier, and he's, and he's naked? No, he was talking, like, full frontal, though. Like, oh. like they they spend a lot of time talking, like, the whole donger is out. Okay, and he's like really uncomfortable about it. All right, go you you do your next one because it's probably not the one I have. I'm sticking with acting. I'm gonna go with Mark Strong. Oh, okay. That's yeah. I don't have him on my. Mark list, Strong's a good. quality character actor. Mm-hmm. You, he's a he's probably a that guy to many of you. But if you see sure. his face, Mark Strong, you'll probably definitely recognize him. I think he, the most recent thing he did was the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Which was a weird movie, but <laughs> Mark Strong's a really good actor. Okay. Is, is, is quality presence. I, what about you, Sam? I have, well, we're going to bring it back to, to Wrestle Boys for a second. I got I got the strongest man in the world, Mark Henry. A per, I knew it. A perennially underappreciated wrestler. He's a, He was an Olympian. Like, he was an Olympian strongman and, and, and weightlifter. And he, he, like, it's not, 
his strongest man in the world moniker is not undeserved. And that's, that's something I appreciate. I also, you know, big, big old wrestlers are, are awesome when they can do th- more things than just suplex. And he can. So I appreciate that. That's very good. Very good. I had him a little bit further down. Sure, that, that's fair. That's fair. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it. My next pick was Mark Brunel. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. He's He was a good quarterback when he was around. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm surprised that I'm surprised that you have him over uh either really of the Ingrams. Honestly, I forgot about the Ingrams. Okay, fair. Fair enough. The Ingrams were not on my list. Fair enough. Oh, geez. Well, I'm going to have to skip down a little bit because my next one was uh, Gasol, and I'm pretty sure he spells that with a C. Yep, that's a C. Yeah. That's bullshit. Okay. Disqualified. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then a little bit further down, I definitely did have uh, Mark Marin. So <laughs> 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 I, my, my next one is uh, is I got, I got Mark Ronson um, and then uh, Mark Ingram Sr. So, so. There you go. I got both both okay. the Ingrams up in there. I had Mark Sanchez. Yeah, I got I got Sanchez a little bit further down. I love him very much, but Mark Sanchez gave us a great moment and seems like a pretty decent guy. Yeah, yeah. So he he's a punchline, but he seems like a pretty decent dude. Sure, sure. After Sanchez, I have Mark Zuckerberg. Uh really that high up? I mean, uh, I mean. Sort of like down here is where all the marks have flaws. Yeah, yeah, flawed marks. He's done some evil, bad things, but he's also done some good. He has also done some really good things. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's very true. I've got so after Mark Ingram Senior, I've got uh, uh, Mark Messier, who I I think spells it with a K. I should look. I don't know. I should look that out on my list. But 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 if 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 he if he um is legal, uh, yeah, he does spell it with a K. Uh, okay. And he, God, just so he was very important to uh, my hockey watching growing up as a guy that liked NHL hits. <laughs> um, uh, then, then I got, I got, I had Mark Spitz, who I think also spells it with a, a C, so that doesn't. Yeah, count. I'm pretty sure that's a C. Yeah. Uh, then I have, I got Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Mark yes, Cuban. he was my next as well, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. My next one on this was Cuban. Seems seems kind of cool, but let's bring it temporarily back to Tony Romo because yeah. if you didn't find out, uh, Mark Cuban and the Mavericks are going to have Tony Romo suit up and sit on the bench for like a week. I saw that, so I, saw that. I can't wait for the Mavericks to lose all those games because those will be some great jokes. Well, didn't they? They did that. He was like in the audience, and they they blew a big game, and it was like the Romo curse. That Everyone was the was Dallas Stars. It. Oh, it was the Stars. I'm sorry, that's it was right. The Dallas it Stars big... blew it against the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, yeah. In the playoffs, if I remember right, in the this playoffs, was last it was, year, a, play- it was a game seven. Yeah, in the playoffs, and it they got destroyed by the Blues, and, and Romo was in the audience, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. And that was like after he had gone to see Duke, and then Duke lost, <laughs> Duke lost. because he was there. Yep. So the curse of Tony Romo is going to curse the Mavericks. Not that they're in the playoffs anyway. Right, right. Fair. Let's move on. I have Sanchez after Cuban. Okay, uh, I had Mark Teixeira. Oh sure, yeah. He didn't have him on my list, but I totally should have. Shoot. Okay, so Mark Teixeira, I little personal relationship, sort of. Mark Teixeira grew up in my hometown of Serena Park, Maryland. Oh, he went wow. to my high school. I actually signed my name in our high school's, like, signing. Like, we have a tower in the middle of our high school where all the seniors go in and they sign their name. 
towards the end of the year. And I accident I actually signed my name right next to Mark Teixeira. Nice. So he's 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 from my hometown. He was a big deal. He was an Orioles fan growing up. Mm-hmm. And when he had a chance to play for the Orioles, he went to the Yankees. So fuck Mark Teixeira. Oh, there you go. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's why he's lower than Zuckerberg for me. Yeah, that's, that's all right. That's all right. Um, <laughs> I'm, my next one I'm willing to bet you do not have on your list. Uh, the next guy I have on my list is Mark Iplier, famous YouTuber, and uh, he's Boo. yeah I know I know he's pretty annoying. He's not as annoying as as some of them. Um, but it is it is his fault. Uh, all it is well I blame him for Five Nights at Freddy's jump scare videos. It's like him and PewDiePie made those popular, and I hate them. And those games are stupid and not good. Uh, so, you know, Markiplier, you seem like an okay dude. Your hair is stupid, but every YouTube <laughs> star's hair is stupid, so that's fine. Uh, so, I got a mark next that yeah. I don't think you're going to have on your list. Okay. That is um, the Gospel of Mark. Oh, sure. <laughs> the most underrated, the scrappiest of all of the Gospels. <laughs> It, it, yes, the the blunt gospel, the gospel where Jesus is kind of angry. Mm-hmm. If you've done some religious studies, mm-hmm. I I went to Catholic school, so I actually have learned a little bit about the gospels. Mark was the first gospel written that's in the King James Bible or whatever like that. I think it was written thirty years after Jesus's death, which makes you kind of wonder the validity of any of the gospels. <laughs> Because, you know, like, 30 years without any real way to, like, you know, record things. Like, oh, let's just write a biography 30 years after he's dead. Yeah, all these are going to be facts. Yeah, I think I I remember it. It totally happened that way, probably. Yeah, it it totes happened that way. But, yes, the Gospel of Mark was next to my list. All right, all right, fair, fair. I've um, I've got McGuire after that. So do I. Very, very low down on my list. Not, not because of the roids, but because he beat Sosa. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it, man. Every Everyone, I didn't even, like, I, I don't know if you guys, uh, listeners, know this. I'm not originally from Chicago. I, I moved out here for school and then just Oh, is that why around. you're in Atlanta in 25% of our podcast? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I grew up an East Coast kid. Uh so like I know I had no real reason to root for Sammy Sosa other than that Mark McGuire just always kind of seemed like a dick and his neck was too big. Uh, his neck was way too thick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, roids will do that, and I mean, Sosa was also he had too, the but... uh, he had the the thumb look. Yeah, he did. Bald head goatee. Yeah, it's not it's something not about good. thumbs, you gotta man. Stop. You gotta stop. You gotta gotta stop being a thumb. Yeah, you gotta stop. I have Zuckerberg after McGuire. <laughs> Okay, I had Mark Davis. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, God, okay. I didn't even... I... He might have been higher, but God damn that haircut. Mm-hmm. I mean, he also just... Uh, he's gone way down, in my opinion, just because of the way he treated this whole Vegas thing. I guess he I, mm-hmm. he didn't really have much of a choice, yeah. but... Yeah, he would have been much higher if this hadn't gone down the way it did. Yeah. So I only have one more Mark left on this list. I've got and I'm two. Sure you know who I've it got, is. I've got so two, and I've got one next? that... My my next one uh, is Mark David Chapman, the killer of John Lennon. <laughs> and this should let you know... who's <laughs> underneath Let's say it at the same time, because I know exactly yeah. who it is. <laughs> Three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg! God... <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Marky Fuck Mark, you. you piece of shit. 
Fuck you. Fuck your stupid if it means ass anything, team. you're the worst mark on intentional soundings official mark rankings list. Really? Yeah, and and there are a lot of marks to choose from. You're so douchey, Mark, that you have two marks in your hip-hop name, God, Marky Mark. Marky fucking Mark. I was, like, stupid back then, too. It was. And back then, people were, it like... Was a little bit more, it was a little bit more acceptable back then, because everyone had sort of a doofy name, well, like DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, like, yeah. Can't get away yeah, with but that Jazzy Jeff days. is even cooler than fucking Marky Mark. Fucking Chris... Well, yeah. Chris Cross is cooler than Marky Mark, and those people were literally, like, 12 years old, and wore clothes backwards. And they were cooler than Marky Mark ever was or ever will be. You want to know the worst thing about The Departed? Marky Mark, Mark doesn't die. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I Okay, yeah. Shoot. Yes. God. One of the worst thing about the Boston bombing. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg didn't die? Mark Wahlberg did a movie and didn't die in the movie either. I fucking... I, I, I can't believe that... I, I can't believe that I wasn't aware how awful he was until very recently like i always thought he was kind of like a cool doofy dude and then i started to actually like i think it was he has like a bad history i think did he have like a hit and run with somebody i don't or something i don't similar I, to like honestly that? i think he inadvertently know. killed somebody back in his rapper days oh shit okay i think well, i might be pulling that out of my um we can, but we which can... i call mark <laughs> so um, uh let's we can we can do some live uh some live Fact checking here. You want know, fake news on our podcast? Mar- did Marky Mark kill a guy? Question mark. Uh, it was a woman. I think it was an old woman. Uh oh, he was he was charged with attempted murder. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that was a manslaughter attempted, deal. Let's just attempted murder for these crimes. Oh well. Oh, okay. Uh well. Shit. Uh, this was in, (laughs) fuck, he fucking beat up two Vietnamese dudes on the street when he was was. 16. Yeah, that's right. It was racist. It was, it was a racist thing. And he was, he did it with, I think, a weapon. Yeah, he was using a large wooden stick, knocked a middle-aged Vietnamese man, uh, unconscious while, while calling him... Uh, a Vietnam fucking shit. Well then, uh, that's Marky Mark is a bad. He's person. a bad person. And and listen, I, you were sixteen, but also fuck you. Don't fucking fuck you. Fuck you. Jesus. Yeah. I. Fuck you. Fuck you, Marky Mark. I can't. I still can't believe that. Also, like. He was like, if I had been on that plane, 9-11 would never have happened. I cannot believe it. I wish he'd he... been on that plane because then he'd be dead. Right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't have? Why couldn't have been all the terrible people on that plane? Why did it have to be, like, good people on that plane? Yeah. Why couldn't it have been, like, Marky Mark? Why and couldn't Marky half Mark? of these marks have been on that plane? No, no. Okay, Not maybe, like, half of them. A few of the marks? Yeah. Yeah, a few. A few. The only... Well, the only ones... Well... I think the only one I, I really of my list that I would want on that plane is 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 Marky Mark actually, <laughs> because because Mark Davis Chapman is dead, or 
Yes. Yeah, or in jail or something. I don't know if you died or not. And I don't think I would wish that on Zuckerberg or Mark McGuire. Hmm. That is a tough call. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Mark Cuban after he's been a particularly big douche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the douche factor goes up too high. You're on thin ice, mm-hmm. Mark Cuban. Watch yourself. Mark my words. Oh, there you go. There you go. Jeez. <laughs> so those are the official rankings of Mark. Rank, rank, we're, we, we ranked, we ranked. The best the Mark is Mark Twain, yep. and the worst Mark is Mark, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. And I don't think, it, maybe there's some surprises in the middle there. I don't, I don't think anyone's really uh, all that, going to be all that surprised. You want to know something this. that I was really surprised by? Mm-hmm. I was expecting to find, I obviously I looked up famous people named Mark on Google. Same, yeah. As I'm sure you yep, did. Yep. I was kind of surprised at, how few marks I found. Yeah, same. For some reason, same. I thought Mark was going to be a more proficient name mm-hmm. in sort of celebrity status, but I could not find very many marks. No, no, there are a lot. It tends to be a lot more athletes. I guess we were just Mark. so blinded by hatred for Mark Wahlberg that we figured there would be there plenty would be of plenty, marks, plenty to, marks put to put above around. Mark yeah, Wahlberg. Yeah, no, no. And let's be clear, every other mark is probably above Mark Th- Wahlberg. Well, that's the thing. It's 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 also such a big drop-off. It reminds me of those deadspin lists where it's like you get hit by a bus, and then at number, like, one million whatever, you get the next option. Because it's very, like, the drop-off between Mark Wahlberg and the other, like, the the closest non-murderer Mark, that gap is so wide. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Please end your career. Yeah, just stop. Just stop. Just, just stop. Just and then, stop. and then, just and then stop. we won't hate you as much if you just stopped. Just stop. I don't want to think about you yeah. anymore, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, idiot, Sam. <laughs> stop! Stop it, Mark! Idiot! <laughs> idiot! God, Mark! Why can't we make Mark Wahlberg like you know when you do stuff and something happens and everyone just kind of blames like the invisible Steve? Yeah. We need to blame the invisible Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Oh, When something yeah, goes wrong, yeah, yeah. be like, what, yeah. the, hell, what the hell, Mark, Mark? Wahlberg? Like, stop saying thanks, Obama. Start, start saying, like, thanks, thanks a lot, Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. I'm Goddamn Marky Mark. I'm down with that. Get it, get it, get it trending. Hashtag thanks, Wahlberg. The great thing about that is Marky Mark is definitely the kind of person that Googles himself. So. Oh, for sure. He'll he'll see like the hashtag thanks Wahlberg. He'll think it'll be like people being like, oh man, people I've inspired through my career, and then it's gonna be people just fucking dragging him. And I'm very excited for that. I spilled my beer. Thanks a lot, Wahlberg. Idiot. What the hell, Wahlberg? Sam, how can we follow you? You can follow me on uh, yardbarker.com, where I do right words. Also, Thrillist Chicago, where I do more right words. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S, and on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. I'm probably going to be doing some MLB The Show soon because that game's fun, and also that you can make them call your character Rabbit Dingus. Can you make the worst character in the game Mark Wahlberg? Oh, God, I totally can. Just make, like, the weeniest player that I doesn't totally, deserve to be on totally an MLB know. roster. I totally Name it can, Mark Wahlberg. and I can put him on the Yankees. Oh, oh he would hate that, too. <laughs> He's a Red Sox, Oh, my dude. God. Yes. It's perfect. Yes. Yes. Fuck you, Marky Mark. I'm Drop Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drop Play Dave, on Facebook at the Drop Play Comic on Patreon, and of course on the dropplay.com. 
I smell bacon coming from my kitchen, so I Go think my wife that. is making something delicious. So let's see you next week.